0: Stay tuned now for Love Talk with the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Today, they're discussing the biblical foundation of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is thanks living.
1: Thank you, John. We are in studio today. This is Evelyn Davison, The Bridge, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, in the beautiful hill country. And I want to thank you for joining us for Love Talk. Uh, we are... With this program, we're kicking off our 34th year of Love Talking in Central Texas. 34 and, years. Oh, this is isn't that amazing. It is amazing. And Ms. it's Emily. a beautiful time in Texas, and God is working as we lead and live with love across Texas and across our nation and worldwide. Miss. Miss Carrie, Worldwide.
2: That's right. Hello, friends. Welcome to Love Talk. Of course, this is Coach Carrie Brinkator and of course, Miss Evelyn Davison. But today on the phone, we have our third precious love lady, Miss Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, Kathy. Hi,
3: friends. Hi, ladies. Oh my gosh, we have so much to be thankful for, and I'm I'm just so excited to be with you here this morning and. This program today has, even in just getting it ready, has completely changed my outlook on a number of things. Really? The principle of giving thanks. Yes. And I will tell you, I'm so thankful for our every single Love Talk friend that we have. Friend, we are thankful for you. The fact that you share life with us and enjoy this journey that we are on together every week. And so... We're going to be talking about this biblical foundation of Thanksgiving because it's not just a significant national holiday, Evelyn and Carrie, but its it really has some deep, um, it does have deep historical roots for our country but and the birth of our country, but it's really an essential principle for God's people. And so we're going to really dive in and ask the what, the who, the why, the how, and the what then. Of Thanksgiving and the what then is something that has completely given you a new perspective and so we're gonna talk about some beautiful memories that we've had some traditions I know we all have favorite family recipes and we're gonna get really honest because friends you know that there's this sense of dread over family gatherings Carrie mm-hmm. Evelyn I mean we just really honestly those disagreements that sometimes there's taboo topics within family gatherings and challenging family members that we have to endure. And so we're going to take a a look at ways to turn those dreadful moments into heavenly reward. And it seems impossible that I promise you, friends, you will not look at Thanksgiving family gatherings the same way after today's program.
1: I agree with you, Kathy, because sometimes we just take a real narrow view of our family and say, this is what they're going to do, and we're not going to have any fun. And you have to really lift that up. That's why Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving principle is so important. You have to live it every day. And we're going to be talking about that because of the, the... the some of the issues that we're facing in our nation today, some family issues, that we, and and for me it's old age. <laughs> a lot of things are changing when you're 86 years old. But what about you, you, uh, Carrie? I'm sorry, got a little strangle there. How about you?
2: Well, this Thanksgiving is um, is kind of neat for us. We just moved into a new home, and we're very excited about that. Um, we are our our, our previous home was a little bit challenging for my parents, uh, who, like you, Miss Evelyn, are aging, you know, as we all are, um, and so it's a little bit challenging for them to come and visit us, but uh, they are excited about coming and visiting us now. It'll be a little bit easier for them to get around, and so I'm super excited about that. So we're going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house, I think, every weekend, um pretty much is booked with something yeah. being held at our new home. So I'm, I'm so thankful for that. We, uh, we go to bed thanking the Lord for this new place, and we just want to use it to glorify Him and to speak Jesus
1: to people who walk through that door. Well, that's why Jesus is so important part of our conversation here on Love Talk. <laughs> and we've just gone through a major, major uh, exciting time in, uh, in, in Austin. And uh, we had Franklin Graham here. It was and so fun. Well, it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. And of course, we're coming up on Operation Christmas Child. Uh, we've sent in Jesus in a box around the world and we do that at Thanksgiving time. It's sort of a harvest type thing. And then, you know, other things. We're getting ready for a family wedding and, and just so many things to be thankful for today that I didn't even consider when I was 40 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that span in life when you begin to see how God fulfills the needs that we have that we might live in a way that we can praise Him and give Him thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. How about that's you, anyway. Miss Miss Carrie? I'm, I'm sorry. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms. laughs> Kathy, my words are mixed good. up today.
3: Hey, you know, talk about being thankful. I heard that Franklin Graham event had over 8,000 people in the stadium. How oh. incredible. I wish I could have been there. I hope he comes to Idaho and we get to do the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it was really more than eight thousand. It was uh, one thing about Samaritan's Purse and Franklin Graham is they always underestimate and always under you know discovery, uh, and so there there's some of the mm, leaders that have worked with us. The set was pretty close to ten thousand, mm. and it was. Oh, huge. I,
3: I've seen the pictures. I can uh, believe crazy
1: that crazy big. It was yeah. awesome. Her- well,
3: we, um, Eric, and I, unlike the both of you, uh, are not going to be with family. I mean, with extended family. Obviously, our girls are going to be with us this Thanksgiving, but we are a little bit teary-eyed this Thanksgiving, realizing that we only have two more Thanksgivings with our oldest daughter before she goes off to college. And, um, so since we're up here in Boise, Idaho, um, we are just going to be inviting some friends who are also kind of short on extended family members. And we're just going to get together and make up a big Turkey. I'm I'm a Turkey girl for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I I love my Thanksgiving Turkey. And so we're just going to kind of do the traditional, uh, American Thanksgiving and, and, uh, so looking
2: forward to that time together. That's awesome. Well, today, our show, Kathy, we are, you have put together a phenomenal show, as usual, and we are looking at Thanksgiving and it bringing thanks. Living. Just a tiny bit of background on the first Thanksgiving in America. The pilgrims sought to escape religious oppression in Europe. And so basically, what they did was they sold everything, they boarded some ships, and they had to cross the Atlantic Ocean, which was in and of itself a miraculous feat of survival. And a lot of them did not survive. And so they left with many. They, they, Found the new world with few, basically, um, they landed in the winter when they didn't have hardly any food, um, and they very quickly had to befriend the Native Americans that were on the soil and kind of long story short, in sixteen twenty one they celebrated the first harvest. And that's what we call the first Thanksgiving. They celebrated in autumn. It was probably around October in 1621. The first harvest with the Wampanoag Indians. And there were actually more Native Americans present at that feast than there were, um, Europeans. And it was a symbol of unity. It was a symbol of friendship and thanks and thanks for providing, um, before they had to go through the next winter. So I think that it's uh, a wonderful, wonderful way to celebrate.
1: Well, it was the pilgrims and, you know, were it, unusual people, right, Kathy?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know this it was
3: such a, a profound and meaningful event for them, and you know they shared this with the Indians, who they really account as being key to their survival. I mean, there are some historical written accounts that say had. Um, I can't remember the Indian's name but had one Indian in particular not stepped in they question whether their colony would have survived. And oh so absolutely. It was such a, a it was such a profound and meaningful event they again had it every single year and um it just became tradition very very quickly and we actually see it taking a firm hold um 13 years after the um birth of our country. Uh, President George Washington issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation um, where the national government was stepping in and asking all Americans to um, to act not to how do you say practice Thanksgiving on a specific date together.
2: Now, that's the Thanksgiving kind of of the birth of our nation and how things came about here and the gratefulness that the pilgrims were showing. But, Kathy, you've done extensive research and found some interesting things in the Bible about Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah. You know, when when we talk about um, Thanksgiving, biblical Thanksgiving, it's it's really cool because we have to remember – all these pilgrims, they cherished and loved their Bible. So, so what I'm gonna, about to share with you, they would have been, uh, very, very familiar with. And so as we remember, the Hebrew people were enslaved in Egypt. And so God raised up Moses basically to lead them and deliver them out of Egypt. And as the final, um, God sent plagues in order to get Pharaoh, the head of the Egyptian nation, to let these people go. And the very last plague that God brought, the last of the 10 plagues, was this plague of death. And the only way to escape this, the the penalty of this death was to kill a lamb without stain or blemish and actually put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of that family's dwelling place. And so after uh, the deliverance from Egypt... God told the Hebrew people, look, you need to remember this. And so we call that the Passover celebration. And in that Passover celebration there were four cups. One of those cups was the cup of Thanksgiving. Yes. And a really keep a really key principle that's so neat for Christians is that Christ replaced those four cups with only one cup. And what do we call that cup? It is the cup of Thanksgiving. And we see this In 1 Corinthians 10, verse 16, um, when we're talking about this cup that Jesus presents at that final supper that he presents as his representation of his blood, and um, Paul writes and says, Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? And so just like this Passover celebration became this first thanksgiving for the Hebrew nation, every time that we as Christians take that sacrament in church, we are remembering and celebrating that first thanksgiving of the Hebrew people, their deliverance out of Egypt. It's kind of cool.
2: That is actually very cool. And the parallels there, I've never thought about that before. And so I think that that is, incredibly amazing well friends you will not want to miss um our next segment when we come back from our break we're going to be talking about the what who why how and what then of thanksgiving it's going to get our brains thinking about what we're doing this thanksgiving um who we're celebrating with who we're celebrating for who we want to celebrate why we do this how we do this and then the last point will be what then of thanksgiving and uh, friends it's just um it's going to rock your world and i tell you what when you uh, sit around that thanksgiving table you'll be thinking about this show all right we'll see you right back here right after these messages
4: for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at six two six four eight
0: eight zero or Justin at nine eight six four nine four four. You know the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1 888 988 9736 or visit the website texasseo.com. Or simply Google Christian SEO Company, and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has
4: been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no Better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or
0: www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Let's get back to Love Talk now with Evelyn Davison, Kathy Endebrock, and Carrie Brinkater. They're talking about Thanksgiving. Did you know that Thanksgiving is thanks-living?
2: Welcome back to today's Christian Talk on The Bridge. You are here with the love ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater in studio with Mrs. Evelyn Davison. And on the line we have Kathy Indebrock DeBrock as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanksgiving, it's here. It's right around the corner. And I pray that you are thanks living. Now, Kathy, we have... Just given a brief history of uh, Thanksgiving, the the birth of our nation and how the pilgrims came over in the 1600s and befriended the Indians and what a great relationship they had with the Native Americans. And uh, then we looked at some things in the Old Testament um, and the New Testament, a background for Thanksgiving in the Bible. And now we want to ask ourselves some questions. Mm-hmm. And the first question, Miss Evelyn, that we want to ask ourselves is, what <laughs> I find myself asking asking that to my kids quite quite frequently, what but what are we thankful for? Well, here's the definition from the dictionary of thankful being conscious of a benefit
1: received a benefit received being conscious
2: of it, Miss Evelyn, mm-hmm. right? And I think that that speaks volumes right there, not just kind of flippantly, but really. Mm-hmm. Letting that soak in of a benefit received.
1: Well, you know, it's uh, the blessings are plural, mm. and the receipts are plural, and you know, depending on where you are in life and what your needs are, and how you how you truly trust the Lord Jesus to meet needs and problems with children or wherever you are today. It the the thing about Thanksgiving and thanksgiving is that you live a life of praise. And praise Him that He's bigger than anything that can come against you mm. or your family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got lots of Thanksgivings behind me. Uh, I, actually, I, we were talking earlier about the pilgrims. When they came, they only had each other. Mm. You know, they didn't have an extended Fandia. The older people didn't come, basically. Uh, and, and so they started just a whole new way of living. And living every day with what the Lord provided. But they had the special friends of the Indians. And one of the things that's not often mentioned during Thanksgiving or during the time we're talking about the pilgrims is they actually paid the Indians for the land. They Mm -hmm. did not take it by force. God provided. Mm -hmm. And that is the lesson for us today, uh, Kathy, is that uh, whatever our needs are, whether we're grateful for where we are in life, he has a reason for using those things to keep us to the point where we are sunshine, S O N S H I N And people can look at us and see by our attitude how much we're trusting and how much we're enjoying. You know, if I had to list all of the things I'm thankful for, I word we'd be here for ages. <laughs> but, you know, there are a lot of yahoos, a lot of things we just clap our hands over. And I, I feel like that today in our nation, with with the real awareness now that we have got to trust God and praise Him. And that's what we're going to be doing, uh, are doing, uh, in this time as we have praising and praising across America. And Kathy, you and I are working on that big event for next March. So these are things that really... Are blessings to me and that I got excited about but Kathy what about you I don't want to steal any of your thunder <laughs>
3: oh I know I think this is great and to remember that those pilgrims like Carrie had said in the introduction they had lost you know more than half of the of, the, um, of their friends and family and community who had set off uh, from Europe to come to the United States so in less than a year um, moms had lost husbands, and husbands had lost their wives and their children, and they had been through lived through a brutal winter, and so they had so much to shake their fists at God over, and yet they chose not just to see the glass half full, but to be thankful for the glass that they had. And so I, I think that when we talk about being conscious of a benefit received, Evelyn, and you you pointed out, being conscious of benefits, that it's plural. You know, can we just come up with one thing to be thankful for? Or can we fill pages? Because that's what we want to look at, is filling pages with things, to be overflowing with the things that we're thankful for. And that, that also is, that also brings up this principle. If we have received a benefit, then there had to be something or someone that gave us the benefit Mm -hmm. because thankfulness Mm -hmm. requires the recognition that something has been received. And so if something's been received, something has been given. So we have this next question. We have the what question, but now we have the who
2: question. Mm
3: -hmm. Who has given what we have received
2: absolutely and if something has only been received and not given the recipient can only feel lucky or fortunate um in the right place at the right time but thankfulness requires recognition of a giver now kathy do you um have your girls write thank you notes when they receive a gift
3: I try my best. I can do that about 30% of the
2: time. You know, I I try I as well. I try as well. Of course, sometimes we forget or, or whatever. But I think that goes back to really being thankful um, of the recognition of the giver, of who did that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, to have our eye on the giver, God is such a giving God. Miss Evelyn, I know that that there's times when we feel like every single thing has come against us, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the cards or the deck is stacked against us, so they say. But God is a gracious God. and
1: He certainly is. And the blessings flow eternally. They don't just come for a season. And sometimes we get to looking at where we are and what our needs are. And we think God's just cut us off. But, you know, sometimes it's not the cutoff, but it is the shakeup that brings us back to that point that we praise Him. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. we do that with our children. You know, they, they go to school and, and like, especially you carry, you know, as a coach, you know, it is so easy to get discouraged and have mm-hmm. a, a distorted view of your life and God's uh, meaning for your life, or even your just personal, you know, human family. Mm-hmm. So, what it is, is Really, you ha- it's what you said. You've got to recognize who gives the blessing.
2: Absolutely. Kathy, can you talk us through some of the Old and New Testament um, uh, giving and blessings? Yeah.
3: Oh, my gosh. So, it, you know, I love word searches. And if you just type in a basic word search, in a, go to Blue Letter Bible, friends. I mean, you just can do so many fun word searches there. If you type in the word, God gives. And I usually use the ESV translation because it's what I use for Bible study. Um, 33 times in the Old and New Testament, if you type in God gives, there are verses, scripture, 33 different places that identify God as a giving God. And um, he gives rest. He gives victory. He gives land, territory, power, wealth, safety. He gives possessions. He gives authority, life, breath. Spirit, rain, seasons. He gives growth. He gives us the body, wisdom, grace, light, and the Holy Spirit. So many things God gives. And so we get to ask ourselves what has God given us this day, this week, this year, this life? What has He given? And I love reading through the Psalms because we get to see David recognizing all that has been given by God's hands. And David gives thanks to God for this. And even in times of of failure, failure or success for David, he continues to give thanks in times of abundance and poverty In times of lighthearted cheer and in times of deep struggle, David continues to give thanks to God. And we can see this principle and realize we don't have to be in a good mood with everything perfect to give thanks. But it is amazing how giving thanks will change our mood Mm -hmm. and really result in a positive, bright outlook.
1: You know, Kathy, um, what we've done with uh, praising and praying across Texas, uh what well, it was praying and praising across Texas, and then the new book is praising and praying across America, is to identify on a daily blessings, uh, daily routine, what it is that mm-hmm. I am really praising God for. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the, the values of this, and, and you know this so well, Kathy, this is what you practice, is that as we ask God for something, and we see Him work in a different direction, to be patient and knowing and believing that He is at work, even though we don't see His footprints. Even though we don't see those sometimes, it's hard to really believe. But you know, the principle of God's Word is this, believe to receive. You do not receive until... And that that comes from the 23rd Psalm. And when we look at it and we think about what it is that I have that he's given me that I need to give away. Hmm. You know, that's who we are. We are givers as well as receivers.
2: Well, what I find too, Miss Evelyn, is that, you know, when... And, and Kathy, you put this so well. You don't have to be in a good mood in order to give thanks. <laughs> but whenever... I'm in one of those, I don't know, funks, and you start praying. You can't leave that prayer journey without feeling a little better or like the burden is lightened. Even though the burden is still there, you know, you've given it to God at that point. And so the burden is a little lighter. And you walk away from there going, okay, okay. And when you take the focus off of me and put it back on who is really mm-hmm. giving those blessings, our question there, who is really giving those blessings, it, it just seems to, um, brighten the mood. Mm-hmm. It seems, you know, you walk away from there, turn that frown upside down, right? And, um, and that's what focusing on the who does for us. The, yes. When we focus on the who, um, being, being God and Him being the ultimate giver, then, um, we can turn that frown upside down. Okay. So listeners, uh, friends, we have the what? and we have the who and after these messages we will get into the why the how much and the then what oh goodness so make sure that you keep it on that dial and join us right after these messages
4: tim smith landscaping wow Nine three or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
3: Hi friends, this is Kathy Underbrook with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids, or or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with.
0: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Break is over. More love talk right now with the three love ladies. Evelyn Davison, Kathy Endebrock, and Carrie Brinkater. They're talking today about the biblical foundation of Thanksgiving.
2: Hello, and welcome back to The Bridge. Today's Christian talk, we are so happy that you are here with us today, friends. There is a reason why you have happened upon Love Talk. Maybe you listen faithfully every single week. Maybe today is your first time. Just remember, you can catch us on Love Talk Network, and uh, we have archives there, and you can go back and find anything that you would like, and you can go back and get caught up. That's lovetalknetwork.com, and we would be happy to... Um, for you to experience that with us, because we have lots and lots of great shows that are on LovetalkNetwork.com. Well, Miss Kathy, we are thanks living for Thanksgiving, and I tell you what, it's just an absolute joy to sit here and just think about the blessings. Um, and as we go through this, thinking about. What are the blessings? Thinking about who gave us those blessings. And it might be, you know, ultimately God gives us all of our blessings. But you know what? Miss Evelyn blessed me today with a sweet little housewarming (laughs) gift. And I think that's so sweet. So we have to remember the who, the what and the who. And I, I, I like this next one. And then, Kathy, the why why? I mean, why should we spend so much time giving Thanksgiving? Isn't it kind of just going, oh yeah, I'm so thankful for my husband and I'm so thankful for God's blessings. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't just kind of being thankful enough? Right.
3: I mean, why do we have this holiday? Why do we have to take time out and give thanks? And that is an awesome, awesome word that all of us kind of, I think, it's the word that we come out of our mama's womb asking, why, why, why? And, you want know, our two-year-olds and our preschoolers, why, why, why? And so why should we spend time giving thanks? I mean, you're right, Carrie. Shouldn't thankfulness be enough? Well, let's take a look at what happens when you're not just thankful, but you give thanks. Um, because as Evelyn was saying in our previous segment, we were created to also be givers, and not just receivers. And so um, giving thanks, it really impacts the heart. And it, it spurs a person to, um, well, okay, thankfulness really impacts the heart. And, and it moves individuals, it moves us to that outward expression of thanksgiving. So if we are truly thankful for something, we almost can't help ourselves but give thanks. Because that is how God has wired us. And Thanksgiving, it, it is that that praise that springs from a thankful heart. And so whatever's in our heart, that's what's going to overflow mm-hmm. from our heart. And so the more that we really look at what we are thankful for and and measure that treasure, as Evelyn says, and mm-hmm. we look to whom we are thankful for that, and we look at all that we have received, That will fill our heart, and we will naturally overflow with thanksgiving. It just, thanksgiving satisfies the soul, and it really energizes us and restores the spirit like nothing else can. There's this incredible um, scripture in Psalm 107. Um, It's over in verse 8 in Psalm 107. It says, Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. And what a time in our nation to step back and be thankful and give thanks. Give thanks and praise to God for all he has blessed us with. Because I think the spirit in our nation does need to be restored. It does need to be satisfied and filled with good things. And what a better time to do that than now.
2: Mm, that's exactly right, so the what, the who, the why, now, miss Evelyn <laughs> How much? How much How much all of it C- Can you accurately perceive how much you have been given?
1: You know it is uh, astonishing that some days you just have a deficit death sit- the death- sit- next day you have uh, a you know an abundance. Of grace, and, and that's basically what it is. It's joy and grace mm. and goodness and mercy and kindness that he teaches us to give away. Mm. And that's why we call it Thanksgiving is because what we receive, then we want to be able to plan in, in not only the lives of our children and our grandchildren, but in our nation. And you know, Thanksgiving, uh, we focus on that. We focus on the thing. I know when our boys were, uh, our boys are almost five years apart, and and it was like two schools of thought. And uh, at Thanksgiving, I would put corn, about six or eight kernels of corn in front of each of their plates. And we always had a big family, and everybody got corn. So we'd start with the one that gave the blessing for Thanksgiving. He would say what it is that he is grateful for. That is measuring God's abundance. Mm -hmm. And his abundance always comes with his gift. And that is grace and love. He loves us. He has a plan for us. And he wants us to know what that plan is and live it in a way. And so, you know, that's so opposite from the enemy of Easter.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: He comes to kill and steal and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you may have life. And have it what abundantly, mm-hmm. abundantly, and that's John 10:10 10, 10. that's the life verse. so what we have here is we've got grace, we've got uh, love, and we have life, and you know we don't need to give it all up. We are, he puts us in a situation day after day where he wants us to be at the point where we recon- recognize. That he is abundance and he is enough. And that is the Lord Jesus. How about that, Miss Kathy?
3: I I agree. I will tell you of all, when we we think about these questions the what, the who, the why, the how much the biggest struggle for me is the how much. Because when I think of how much, I I mean, Evelyn, gosh, Carrie, I I start looking at the cars in my garage, the Mm -hmm. food in my fridge. That kind of stuff. And I forget, oh my gosh, Kathy, God doesn't care how many cars you have. He, he, he cares about the grace, the mercy in your life, the joy, the patience, the loving kindness. That is when I'm looking at how much I have been given, how much mm-hmm. I have received, how much I have. And Evelyn, you're right that thanksgiving really does turn that deficit into an abundance and it refocuses us on the right things that it's not about the money in the bank account it's about the fruit that the spirit has grown in your life and the goodness and mercy that god has poured out on us
2: that's exactly right and i i love what you guys have stated here about joy and grace, um, you know, some things we can't look at and measure, wow. right? Joy and grace and mercy and kindness. And thank goodness nobody's putting that measuring stick on me, right? And I pray that I don't put that measuring stick on someone else. That is for the Lord. And those things that are so intangible should be the things that we write first, Right. Thank you, Lord, for this joy that you have given me and that I can give away to someone else. Thank you, Lord, for giving me grace. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow, uh, you know, not everything is black and white, and the Lord tells us to extend grace over and over again. Um, His mercy, His kindness, and patience, uh, you know, these things we can't measure. You know, like Kathy said, there are certain things, you know, we can look at everything that we, that we own, that we possess physically, and we can kind of measure that mm-hmm. and say thank you. But these things that we cannot measure, I think those are the ones that are, uh, so important for us to think about on every single day?
1: You know, uh, it's life is a matter of, of, of um, legacy and, mm. uh, and inheritance. We inherit the gifts that we have from Him who made it possible and, ga- and, and is giving it to us every day. Uh, I, and when we think about that, we have to stop and think, what is it that we're giving back? Mm. What is it that we're planting? Mm-hmm. And you know the twenty third psalm tells us that, um, you know, sure. The day that I really discovered the meaning of that, my life changed. Where, where, where David said, "Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever." And I love looking forward to the house. Mm-hmm. But I got you thinking about, <laughs> you know, if goodness and mercy is following me. What, why? And then I, you think about it. Those are the footprints in our in time in our life. Those are the things that people look at. They don't look at how many cars you've got mm-hmm. when they're looking at, at a legacy or a history. Mm-hmm. They look at what it is that you've invested in others. And that's why it's so important for us to know the Lord Jesus loves us and has a plan. Because all my life I thought, you know, we just get goodness and mercy. No, those are the footprints we leave behind us that others see that her life was real. His life was mercy. His life was lived with grace, with need, with want, all these things. Because he doesn't make each one of them. You know, every life is patterned like somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. So it is. We are leaving footprints of thanksgiving in the halls of time.
2: I, I can't get that old hymn out of my mind, you mm-hmm. know, surely goodness and mercy, mercy shall upon. follow me. I, uh, I won't sing it for you, friends, because <laughs> uh, you would turn the dial. But, you know, I think that leads us perfectly, Kathy, into our very, very last question that we will get to right after the break. But it's the then what? When, our, when we have our spiritual eyes open to the abundance around us, it moves us. To then give generously, can we pour out what has been poured out on us? That is the then what, and Kathy will lead us through that right after these messages. Join us here on LookUp.
5: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel O'Clue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville, and come see us. Hi, this is John Cotner. You know, every day we're constantly
0: hearing about how bad everything is. Well, isn't it time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answer is yes, then you need the Good News Journal, published by our very own Evelyn Davison. With a healthy dose of happiness, hope, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed for free at hundreds of locations throughout Central Texas, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, H-E-B, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries and churches. And did we say that it's free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call 512-249-6535. That's the Good News Journal, an inspirational patriotic journal published quarterly to bring you the Lord's good news. The Good News Journal, 512-249-6535. 6535 and you can also read it online
5: at thegoodnewsjournal.net Ellison Salazar garage and body shop at Ellison Salazar customer satisfaction is our main concern for a tune up or major body work central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years Ellison Salazar hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps big or small for you and your car now at three locations south at 4501 south congress north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
0: One more segment of Love Talk right now with Evelyn Davison, Kathy Endebrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Today's topic is the biblical foundation of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is thanksgiving.
2: Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian talk, The Bridge. You have found the love ladies and love talk. Coach Carrie Brinkater, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, Mrs. Kathy Endebrock, and we are thanksgiving today for Thanksgiving. I don't know if you've ever thought about it quite this way, about the what, the who, the why, the how, and the what then of Thanksgiving. Kathy, I know when you wrote this program, the this part for you or the then what was so important um, and really got you thinking about some things um in your heart, so we've had our eyes open to this abundance that is around us, the gifts that we have been given. Who has given it? Um, why and and how to be thankful? Um, but can we pour out what has been poured out on us, Kathy? What what are you talking about here?
3: Well, you know, it's this this principle that God has around Thanksgiving that He actually. Uh, you know, we talked earlier at the very opening of the program where the Hebrews got delivered out of Egypt and they practiced the Passover. And eventually we see God um, teaching them how to build the um, the tabernacle where he would live and be with them. And one of these amazing things that God instructed them to do was to give offerings. And one of those offer and now some of the offerings were required but there is an offering that God said, hey, if you want to make this offering, it is I'm not requiring it. But if you want to make it, um, let, let me tell you about this. And it was actually called the Thanksgiving or fellowship offering. So that is drawing in relationship into relationship with God through Thanksgiving, totally voluntary. And the one thing about this offering is that um god specified this would always come to his throne as a pleasing aroma this completely voluntary um offering and then shortly hereafter shortly after this this introducing this thanksgiving offering God talked about the principles of the tithe. And he said that basically every every tenth, and tithe basically means tenth, every tenth of the land, whether the seed of the land or the fruit of the trees, and I want to look at this word fruit of the trees, those are holy to the Lord and belong to the Lord. And we can see these principles in Leviticus 27 in the Old Testament of our Bible. And so, Carrie, when we're talking about That God Mm -hmm. has given. He says, look, a tenth of that. Hey, that's that's mine. That belongs to me. And so I thought of this principle surrounding the Thanksgiving tithe, because when we're talking about patience and joy and all of these things that flow from Thanksgiving, when we're talking about the what and the who and the why and the how much. These are all identified in the New Testament, Galatians 5.22, as the fruit of the Spirit. And um, gentleness, self-control, patience, kindness, goodness, love, joy, peace. And so I was thinking for this Thanksgiving, let's give back a Thanksgiving tithe to the Lord. Of these things that he has grown in us, we get to mm. give our own personal, voluntary Thanksgiving offering to God and loving others as he has loved us. And so I've just laid down a few principles for the Thanksgiving tithe. We have to remember it's, it's, it's strictly voluntary. It's a holy sacrifice. And in second Corinthians, Paul lays out, he says, each one must give as he had dedicated in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And we can always remember to spur us on that it's a pleasant aroma before God. And Paul specifies in Second Corinthians, we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. And so, you know, Aunt Tilly, who drives us crazy, and Mad Max, <laughs> who insists on coming over, Every Thanksgiving, and we think, how am I going to get through this day and enjoy the day with these people? We can know that every single time that we hold our tongue and show patience, that we show loving kindness, that we have faithfulness, that, that we are doing those things as a holy sacrifice for God.
2: So that's how we handle the difficult situations, Mm -hmm. is with our tithe, is with our tenth, is with our tithe of our fruit that the Lord is growing in us um, patiently every day, (laughs) at least for me anyway. Um, Oh, goodness, the Lord must have so much patience with me. But Kathy, I love this. I, I love that this is the key to the difficult situations that I know that we all have um, in our families um, or with our friends or maybe even just our immediate family. Maybe you're struggling. And, and Carrie, I mean, we have to realize, remember,
3: I mean, Jesus told his disciples in Matthew chapter 25, and he says, truly, like, listen here, I'm not lying. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, Mm -hmm. you did for me. And he also comes back and says, truly, I tell you, whatever you did did not not do for Mm -hmm. one of the least of these, you did not do for me. And so Jesus takes it so seriously. He says, hey, these are opportunities to serve me through pouring out these things on those people who are walking through that door that you're going to be sharing this day with.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I, t- I tell you, in those verses, um, he he was very specific here. And um, the people he was talking to were so confused about, well, but Lord, we've never seen you hungry. We've never seen you thirsty and didn't feed you. We've never seen you naked and didn't clothe. you. What are you talking about? And he said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm talking about the others. I'm talking about... That, um, that person that you saw on the road that you just uh, passed over. I'm talking about that difficult friend. I'm talking about um, the, the Samaritan that you didn't want to mm-hmm. go, go near. And um, I think it was a really eye-opening experience here that, you know, we need to look at who is, who, who is Jesus with skin on today for you. You know, and are you opening your eyes to these? Are we opening our eyes to these things because Jesus is saying, "You know truly, I tell you that whatever you did not do for the least of these you did not do for me mm-hmm. um really powerful meaning here as we look at the true meaning of thanks living for thanksgiving,
1: okay walk us through that what does thanks living this thanksgiving really mean to to us and to the lord jesus
3: oh my gosh it it means go be being willing to really take the time and recognize what we have received to make a difference in in acknowledging what he has done and accomplished in in, in our lives and to acknowledge who he is and who he has been to us and who we can then turn around um, and make a difference in the lives of others. It's about um, knowing why it's so important to give thanks. And we talked about this a lot um, in the difference that praise makes when we did a a whole program on, on song and the difference that praise makes in our lives. And to realize that when we focus on the how much, our deficit or even our enough becomes an abundance. And to realize that there's incredible, great reward, um, not just in this life with those who are around us, but in for eternity and, and that he focuses on not just on those who know me, but those who don't know me. And Thanksgiving, you know, people think of Christmas as being the time when we really get to share our faith faith with others. But oh my gosh, friends, Evelyn, Carrie, Thanksgiving is the time to share and walk out and live our faith mm-hmm. before and in front of others.
2: Well, I think you're exactly right, Kathy. I mean just these just these um you know, fruit of the spirit is really you're right. It it's just um such a different way to think about it. Give away those intangibles. You know, give away, because we all have these things. It's not about the material things. We all have these things. Love, joy, peace, patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control um we have different measures right I, I'm not great at some i'm good at, at others but we can all give those away kathy thank you so much for this absolutely amazing program about the what the who the why the how much and what then can we give away um friends if you are a disciple of jesus christ You have the power and the call on your life to be thankful in every situation and in every season of life. Just as Miss Evelyn always tells us, in every season of life, look for the S O N shine. Live a life that shines with the light of thanksgiving. Now, if you're not A disciple of Jesus Christ. You can say yes to God who was and is and who is to come. Who is the everlasting, the Alpha, the Omega. He desires to be the God over your was, over your is, and over your is to come. Today, God offers you forgiveness for everything that was in your was He offers eternal life for your is to come and for right now in your is. He offers the power over sin in your life and the peace to cover your heart and your mind and abundant love to fill your deepest holes. If you have any questions over how to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. Thank you so much listening friends for being with us today kathy thank you so much for preparing the show producing the show um you are absolutely wonderful thanks carrie thanks friends look forward to being with you next time all right we will see you next time on love talk between now and then go out and spread that joy thanks for living for thanksgiving